to a mini bump. A geese bumps look into R.L. Stein ephemera. I'm Danielle, and I have a PhD. Hi, I'm JoJo, and I just want to say that it's apocrypha. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> wait, I'm, wait, guys, hold on. I'm Jeff. What's ephemera? It's a, it's fleeting. Something let me fleeting. hold on. Let me find out what ephemera is. I just told you. I know. I believe you. He always facts checks me. Well, because sometimes you say stuff that's not real. That's not true. Things that exist or are used or or are used or enjoyed for only a short time. Ha! So I guess that actually does fit. That kind of fits. Yeah. Also, yeah. I have a PhD also. Um, Jeff, what do you have? I I have a drinking problem. This time we have special guests. And they are Steve and Emmy from the amazing podcast, which <laughs> is so great, uh, called Misfits and Mysteries. And I'll let you guys like describe it if you want to, but I mean also say hi. Also, which and, one and, of these are? I'm Steve. Hi. Yes. Okay. Yes. That. I'm Emmy. I do not have a PhD. <laughs> uh, I don't either. Hell yeah, Steve must, and Emmy. Hey, must be nice. <laughs> yeah, team. I do have a, a glass of wine with me, but I do Ooh. not have a PhD. So that's a All good right. choice. Sweet. Excellent. So they're on my team when it comes to to dodgeball now, right? So, so what's your podcast? Tell us a little bit about it. So, Misfits and Mysteries. Um, it's a weekly podcast where we talk about everything from psychology and history to cryptids and UFOs and really any weird and wacky phenomena. Um, so it's just kind of, you know, a fun, creepy, funny podcast if you're looking for that kind of thing. So we all watched the Goosebumps TV episode of Werewolf Skin. And you guys are kind of going to give us the areas of interest to talk about because we have no structure. Yeah. And also, this is a thing that I believe is quoted as saying your favorite episode oh, this is of true. the Goosebumps TV series, correct? It is. It is my personal favorite. For Steve, I, I will let Steve speak for him. So I'm just going to start off by saying that so I watched this for the first time in high school because that's what we used to do is just watch and make fun of it. And then I watched it one time in college when I was really, really high and I was eating tomato soup for some reason. I fucking hate tomato soup. Don't know why I was eating that. And the jump scare in the, f the end of the first episode, I spilled tomato soup all over my goddamn couch <gasps> and it ruined the couch. Oh, no. Yeah. Tomato soup doesn't come out. <laughs> Wait, tomato soup doesn't come out? Traumatizing memory. I, I rewatched this a little bit intoxicated um, a few weeks ago and... I didn't write down the name of the main character. I, I referred to him as Little Aryan Boy while I was writing. That'll work. Yeah, it that works. Will that works. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our our protagonist's name is Alex Blackwell. So to start off the episode, I love how his aunt and uncle are werewolves, and then they let him come visit them on a night that they turn into on the full moon, so they literally can't pick him up. <laughs> He's just stuck at a gas station alone. They're like, we're busy. For 24 hours. I didn't really clock that. I, I just didn't thought that either, but you're right. I just kind of thought that they didn't love him. Like, yeah. I thought the set designer was like, guys, I fucking worked so hard on this gas station set. It's so nice. We got to say, so like Alex, little Aryan boy, uh, as he is known in the credits, um, arrives. And and stays with his aunt and uncle. His his uncle looks like an extra that's trying to cosplay from Jurassic Park, but doing a oh poor job. Oh my god, of it. you're so right. That is so perfect. <laughs> that's so spot on. The aunt is Claire is is French Canadian Claire Danes. Like 
She looks exactly like Claire Danes. Once Terminator 3 came out, Claire Danes had to flee the United States and went up to Canada. Had to go into hiding. Had to go into hiding at Wolf Creek. I'd like to know, uh, Alex and Emmy, your opinions. Why why did they let him come? They're werewolves, right? Yeah, why is he there? <laughs> and, and, and they're yeah, werewolves. It's irresponsible. It's irresponsible. And also, they're werewolves in an area where it's apparently a full moon every fucking night. <laughs> For like, yes. I don't, I don't know how moons work. <laughs> if you notice, the bus driver did say he was staying for three months. Yeah, that's a long time. In the book, he stays for like three weeks. Can we talk about the bus driver? Yes, thank you. Thank you. So the, the bus it's driver, monologue, her, na- her name is Edna. They gave her a name. She's credited with a name. Yep. Uh, secondly, she has a pretty, a pretty sweet time just sitting at the edge of the bus, just kind of waxing poetic about, I heard there's a headless ghost out in the woods, huh? Yes. Sucks, right? Have fun, ha- have fun hanging out at this gas station, you sub 10 year old. I gotta hit it. That you're going to apparently sleep at. Yes, overnight. Overnight. So, what a <laughs> shitty bus driver. Not, well, no, not just overnight, okay? That's, that's get letting them off lightly. So, they, he gets to the, he gets to the, this is all, by the way, if, compared to the book, like one chapter's worth is like 10 minutes of this fucking show. Um, he gets to the bus stop. He sits down on the park bench. His aunt and uncle don't show up until what looked to be noon the next day. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely full sunny, like <laughs> yeah. not just early morning. They had to get sunny. their wolf brunch before they picked up their child from the bus stop. I was just shocked at how like chill he was when the <laughs> uncle showed up. Sorry, I'm late, buddy. Hey, how you doing, uh, slugger? I'm finally here to pick you up. Hey, this was a Effectively child abuse. Yeah. I got here like fucking yesterday. It, well, like like Emmy said, I kind of think the bus driver is the one who cared the most about him in this entire show, and she didn't really care about him. <laughs> well, he does suck. Let's all put it out there that the main character sucks. Quickly before we go to another like thing, can we all acknowledge that it's one thousand dollars for a single photo in the nineties? That's a lot of money. A lot of money. In the show they don't really give you the the hard definitive plot but like the whole point of the book is that he he's a photographer he wants to find something really awesome to shoot in the woods and in the and in the the actual episode they make it very specific that he's going to take a photo for a horror magazine which that very much limits the type of photo yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the photos they had is like as as examples in the magazine they show or like a photo of a mummy. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck are you going to go find that shit? So what you're saying is it's probably not a sustainable business model? I guess. I mean, I guess the big takeaway for me from this episode is that absolutely nothing happens in the first 10 minutes of a 20 minute show. Yeah, we get we get scant few details about anything. They He goes to the, the Uncle Colin uh, drives them back to the house. He meets Marta. Uh, the his auntie and they say don't go to the Marlings. They're weird. Yeah, they, it literally is a they, suburb, and yeah. then there's one house that is a crack house. Well, no, they, they did. They, this <laughs> this is great though, right? Because he's like, 
when he picks them up, he's like, I'm going to take a shortcut back to the house as if that's impressive. Oh my God, that's Then they right. just drive on like a dirt road for yeah, five for a minutes. While. And then yeah. they do a cut where it's like from the dirt road, it goes immediately to their driveway. <laughs> and then and then he goes, okay, now now don't go to the Marling's house. And then the very next thing is, I'm going to just go walk over there and take some pictures of it. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, like first of all. Realistically, knowing what happens in the book, why would going over there during the daytime matter that much? Exactly, it wouldn't. There's no one there. It actually Actually, would have been easier if they said, that's an abandoned house. Ignore it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to tell him not to go over to the house so that he would want to go there. Yes. Yeah. Kids. He's the kids. Kids the, these days. Archi- the, the, he, they were the architects of their own cure. Or they really, or in, they wanted him to break the curse. Or that something just had to happen. Or we needed some kind of action in this story. Yes. <laughs> he, he's staying with his like aunt and uncle for like a month or whatever. Why the hell is he enrolling in school for a single month? Does that single month of schooling transfer to his normal school? Well, it's probably one of those things where, and and then a lot of schools try to synchronize their math and and uh, and language arts learning, so that if you have to switch schools midway, your education isn't interrupted. No child left behind. Am I right, guys? Well, I don't know because it seems like the only the only uh, thing they were teaching in this class was apparently they were, le- they were teaching legends. <laughs> but I mean, come on. That's, you gotta, it's, come on, you gotta teach your imagination. I've just been wondering why the hell is he in school if, if like, he's there for like a week or whatever. My guess is, my guess is at his regular school, he was on the verge of being held back. They're dumber up in Wolf Creek. You'll do well there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that, so then he's in school and there's two like kids who are like dumb and dumber and they also look like they're like five years older than him. Yeah, yes. they're in their twenties, yes. a thousand percent. Especially the white kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. The white, oh, the white kid. You mean Arjun? You mean Arjun, who yes, is the, in the white kid who, in the book? In the book, it he says specifically. So this is he's this Indian. is what this is what they fucking. So this is what's so bonkers, right? Like Sean and Arjun, and in the in the book Werewolf Skin, they make a point. To say Arjun is Indian. They they go out of their way to do that. And in the show, they <laughs> cast someone who may be able pass. to pass. Yeah. And they cast him as Sean, or he just read Sean's line and they're like, ah, fuck it. Right. We don't want to have to reshoot this. And so. the guy, the kid, the, well, I say kid, but he's a grown man. The man who plays Arjun, um, he looks like he looks like the real life version of a big mouth character. <laughs> Oh, God, you're right. Oh, God. He also meets that girl, Hannah. Yes, he meets Hannah when he goes into the woods after he first arrives at his aunt and uncle's house. And it's great when he meets Hannah. And and I think the most important thing about Hannah that everyone should note is her stupid jacket. (laughs) They they literally had the conversation, what would a young hippie wear? Because that's all she was no, no. in this. What would a young hippie, if they were secretly a werewolf, wear? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Those are off the mm-hmm. scent. Hannah. Hannah is supposed to be. In the book, she's a much more like badass character. Yeah. Here, she's just like there. In this one, she's hand wringing it throughout every scene that she's in. <laughs> Don't do scary. that. That's dangerous. 
Also, did anyone notice the way that Alex says Hannah? Yeah. Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> it sounds like a little German boy like yelling after Hannah. 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 Most of the first episode is just like pretty much introductions to the town and the and the characters and then and then we get the fucking big reveal. Yeah. Yeah. At about the oh, halfway yeah. the jump point. jump scare that made me spill my soup. Which, that, yeah. which it is, killed the couch and ruined the Campbells. The couch killing. Steve, if you could, in in a, in a fearful voice of sorts, as if you were reliving that night when you were scared out of your wits and lost your soup, describe for us the, the, the memory that haunts you to this day. I mean, a better reenactment would be more like, because so it wasn't like I got stalled right away because I was really high. It was like a minute or two. It's not, yeah, listen, listen, and before we talk anymore, everywhere. I'm really brave. So let's start there, okay? I had a delayed no, reaction I, I, to the I werewolves. Was, it, it was like, I, I processed what happened about a minute or two later, and then soup just spilled everywhere, and I was like, fuck. It's actually funnier. And the worst part is, I don't even like tomato soup. This is the only thing I had in my room. I, I hate to tell you this, but in the face of an actual werewolf attack, you would be fucked, my friend. Yeah, you should not be high at that time. Yeah, two-minute delay on, a, on responding to a werewolf attack. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to manage to crawl in the corner and do nothing, much like Alex, <laughs> or... Instead, use his flash to blind them, I guess, oh, which is what, what he fuck? does. Yeah, that's stupid. So the werewolf, so basically what happens, and this is the cut for, this is a two-part episode, which is offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it really is. Danielle and I were watching it, and we were like, oh, this is two parts. How? The book is so basic and straightforward. How did they milk two episodes worth of this? The fact that they, the werewolves, who we don't know who they are yet, we have a good idea, uh, Try and I guess murder Alex through the bars. Like they're on, and he's on the second floor, right? So they try and bust through the bars, and that's like the ending. The ending image you get from episode one is these two these two extras in werewolf costumes. So so that's so that brings us to the end of I guess like act one. Then you get an intermission. Yeah, and then you go to act two. And I'm gonna be completely honest. I remember jack shit about most of what happened in episode two because I had clocked <laughs> the, out. I fucking clocked out. Seriously, episode two is where everything happened. I know, right? Like yeah. nothing happens. Episode, episode one was nothing. They did not need yeah. it at all. The the whole plot unfolds in episode two. All right, so I have a little I have a little challenge for anyone. I have no idea what the hell this means. I was intoxicated when I watched this. Okay, and took these notes. Good. And I was also typing on my phone. If you can figure out what this means, that'd be incredible because I don't know what the hell it means. On is high G's. They're like ten. What the hell could that mean? <laughs> On is high G's. They're like ten. <laughs> okay, they're like 10. Like Hannah and Alex are like 10 years old. They're like yeah. 10. What the hell is on is high? <laughs> Arjun. Arjun is high. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh. I don't want to pick on him, but I was distracted the entire time by uh, Arjun's Arjun. flaming white Arjun. arms. Arjun. Yeah, no, it was so white that it actually disturbed me. And I'm very pale, so... That's and this dude was wearing overalls and a shirt that he yeah. cut the sleeves off he of. He was, was on his way to the Dexy's Midnight Ride. He was on his way to the farmer's market <laughs> the whole time. The only thing that anyone can talk about is how fat Sean is. <laughs> I know. They make like three <laughs> fat Everyone jokes. digs at him. Everyone, they're like, what is it? I think Alex says like, Hannah's like, why were you gonna go out? To, why are you gonna go out to the woods with Sean and Alex and uh, Sean and Arjun? And Alex is like, oh, don't worry. I mean, Sean's big enough for all the werewolves. They won't even yeah. get me. And, and it's just they, like the, 
the teacher makes a dig at him too. I, I wrote that down actually because I love it so much. He what wrote, is what is the teacher? The only thing? overactive thing about Sean is his imagination. <laughs> oh, I oh yeah, that. that's right. Because oh, that's good. I didn't even realize that was a fat joke. I thought he was just calling him stupid. You know what? Oh my god, he just really gets him. You know what? I get him now. He's got all he gets is shit from yeah, everybody. I'm on his side. Yeah, and now he's got this new kid from the city <laughs> coming to to laugh at him mockingly. Fuck Alex. <laughs> I'm Team yeah. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Team Sean all the way. Hot take. Simp. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a part where he like overdoses on chocolate bars. Yeah. He eats it so gingerly. I don't know how he. Okay. Yeah. So he, 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 this is after he has, he has confirmed that werewolves exist and he knows he's going to go to the woods to find them. Uh, when he gets there, he kind of posts up ready to take a picture of the werewolves and he's bored. So he has candy. Arte- artisanal crunch bars. It looks like. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's eating it very weirdly, so he's eating it the, like, horrid person way where you're not... He's not breaking it. He's just kind of... He's just biting into it like a monster would. He then has one of my most hated tropes in film or television, which is the double dream. (laughs) (laughs) That's R.L. Stein's favorite trope. I hate that shit. And, uh, well, if, yeah, and no, and we are the last episode of our show that came out uh, which is don't ever get sick of grannies is guilty of the I same shit. I actually just listened to that before yeah. this. It's that a fucking ridiculous. dream. Guilty of the same shit where a dog has multiple dreams and before we <laughs> before we find out as a dog. But like, so Alex, Alex wakes up because he sees a werewolf and then he's shooken awake by his teacher who's there who says, don't worry, you're sleeping. And he's like, why are you here? And then the teacher, uh, I wouldn't say it turns into a werewolf, but his teeth get super fucked up. Uh, like because he ate a lot of candy. Yeah, and then Alex wakes up again, which I, I, I hate that. I hate the double fake out. But then, but then he says the greatest line ever, which is, "Ah, oh, no more chocolate bars before bed." Yeah. Oh yes. As if he's in bed. Yeah. He's actually just sleeping outside again. Just in the woods again. Yeah. Maybe the problem isn't the chocolate bar, but the fact that you've been abandoned by your family and you're sleeping in the woods. Well, I think after that is when he finds the uh, the. The Jeep. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't understand that part. Yes, we need to talk about the Jeep. I, I what, what the hell happened? How, how so yeah, a, co- a couple of different times in this show, like um, Alex runs into like his uh, his uncle and aunt are going into the woods to do some because his uncle and aunt are also photographers, right. so they go into the woods to do so. They're doing some kind of project in the woods, which he speculates is some kind of X Files esque taking pictures of werewolves for the government. Yeah. yeah, which which by the way is nothing. That's nothing. But it's a line they have in there, and you're supposed to take it seriously. Yeah, that's how you know. That's and that. But the way he says it, like I've cracked. It. Like, what are you talking about? This is when X Files was at its peak. This would have been like so relevant. This is like the equivalent of this show hashtagging another show yeah. to get views. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kid X Files, right, everybody? Um, make this algorithm work, Fox. Kids. But so he 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 wakes up and he sees this destroyed Jeep and he's like, "Oh shit! The werewolves done did this and they got my auntie and uncle. I have to go and get. I have to go tell." I'm going to go get Hannah. That's what he does. He just goes against Hannah to go back into the woods. With him. And when they get there, the Jeep's gone. <laughs> and I don't know why they fucked up their own Jeep. Yeah. Why would they do that? And, and why? Maybe they were drunk. Wolf drunk. I Weren't they just like werewolves, though? I thought they just were like in rage. Hold on. Wait a second. I have I have a logical. I have an issue. Well, I have a many issues, but I have 
<laughs> Making about the, the truck scene, because at this point, the show's running at a breakneck, breakneck speed to get to the end. So you see the, the mangled truck, the Jeep, and you're like, oh, shit, it looks like werewolves fucked this up. But it wasn't at the house. So did they turn into werewolves, get in the Jeep, drive out to the woods... <laughs> And then trash it. Yes. And because every time they turn into werewolves, they just go next door, turn into werewolves, and, run and then out. bounce. Yeah. But so do we miss the scene where they go like, shit, I forgot my car key. Yeah. So maybe they, okay, wait, hold on. Because in the first episode, Aunt Marta gets in the Jeep and drives it out before she's a werewolf. So she drives the, so she drives the Jeep to the clearing, walks back to the house becomes a werewolf, goes back to the Jeep, (laughs) ruins it, walks home. (laughs) And it's like, good job, me. They know that Alex is so fucking smart. They they got to throw him off the set somehow. They got to draw suspicion away from them. Why would we trash our own Jeep? (laughs) Our city boy nephew's going to catch on. We got to give him a hundred red herrings. (laughs) And then they're like, "Mm, red herrings, that sounds good. Ah, werewolf. (laughs) So I didn't understand why it was you know what the timeline really doesn't matter so yeah so they find the jeep and then they go into the woods question well they they find the jeep and and he's worried that his aunt and uncle are i think dead and then the jeep yeah he doesn't know they're werewolves yet. yeah and then the, and then the jeep's gone and he goes back home confused and then he looks in, across the street and he then that's when he witnesses the transformation and he realizes now he found the jeep when it was broad daylight. When he goes back and and well, it was him. broad day for night. Yeah, and he's a slow walker. <laughs> so he finds the jeep in in daytime. Night passes because it's early morning because that's when they're coming back as werewolves when he spots them. So did he just go like the rest of his day not thinking about calling the police? Yeah, just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah. He's tired. He's sleepy. He needs a the police nap. can't handle this, Jeff. <laughs> You idiot. The police can't handle werewolves. Only Alex, <laughs> nine-year-old, can handle this one. Expert photographer. Expert. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's in quotes. Expert <laughs> photographer. Why do the werewolves have six-packs, but his aunt and uncle don't? Well, that's why they want to be werewolves skin. so much. The werewolves are, in fact, just what you, like furry suits. Like, he would wear them to, like... A- <laughs> So the, the the suits are articulated with with abs. Uh, in episode two, you uh you see their six packs. That's right. When he uses his telescopic fucking lens, right? yeah, yeah, his lens. <laughs> Take from eight miles away, close up photos of the pores of his werewolf aunt and uncle. Yeah, there's there's literally a part where. Because they they realized they'd gotten pretty fucking far in this show and they didn't re- they like we gotta do the big reveal right something has to happen and so they they have him in his room pull out his camera and take a picture of the building across the street and the pictures get closer and closer until they're inside of the house yes. yeah a picture of the aunt and uncle as they take off their their werewolf skin suits and are very sweaty and naked there's something very amazing. That we that we have not mentioned that I think is worth mentioning. So his room was was set up to be trapped, and in order for him to go out in the night to to stake out the werewolves, essentially, he had to break out, and he broke out with a crowbar. Which where he got the crowbar, we don't know. But the next morning, when his aunt and uncle came back, uh, he realized that oh shit, they're gonna know I broke out of my room. So he reached under his dead. His bed, his dead. Oh, shit, spooky. He reached under his bed and he pulled out a box 
of one and one fourth inch finishing nails and a hammer. <laughs> Which he then in he 30 quickly seconds, woodworked the door back they're shut. They're literally walking up to the house and he's like, shit, gotta hammer fast. Gotta redo this door frame. And then he and then his uncle is using the oldest key in the world to yes. unlock the door. Yes. <laughs> and he has just enough time to notice that he left the crowbar in the middle of the fucking floor. Which is where those go. And then he gets up, grabs the crowbar, climbs back into bed with his shoes on. Yes. By the way. Yes. Disgusting. Okay, the shoes on Actually. bothered me so much, too. I couldn't get over it. I was triggered. I was like, you were in the fucking woods. That's awful. What's interesting also is at no point... During this entire two-parter, does he ever sleep in his bed actually? No, he always pretends. First night, no. <laughs> You're what, so right. He pretends the one time. The first night, he's sleeping out at the bus stop combination bait and tackle shop. Then he's sleeping on the floor in the corner of the bedroom because the werewolves try to eat there, him. Yeah. And then he's sleeping in a bush out by the woods somewhere. <laughs> and, th- and then... And then he pretends to sleep for a second, gets up, uh, goes to school, apparently, and then that's it. And then that night is when the big kablam happens. But, like, in the book, the whole point, which they skipped over in this, is that it's leading up to Halloween night. The Halloween oh. angle was thrown away, and and everyone keeps saying, don't go out in the woods, don't do anything until after Halloween, because Halloween night is when there's going to be a big old full moon, and after that happens, then things can be copacetic. Yeah. In this one, full moon every night, first of all. And then also, <laughs> yeah. there's no Halloween, but the thing is... Um, what were... what Was it just going to be werewolf every night, werewolf party in the USA? What? I didn't... <laughs> werewolves every night yeah well remember the the in in well this wasn't in the in the show in the book there's a point where the teacher is like yeah so werewolves don't need a full moon they just prefer it and this in this one it's just like yeah. it's just infinite full moons yeah and but it also <laughs> kills them well if they're not wearing their skins which is yeah. yeah, which was in the book. <laughs> which also that was attended. but also the skins are alive themselves. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that part. In in the book, the skins in my head, they it's they describe them as being like cloaks almost. Like there's like it's like a cloak, and you put the cloak over your head, and it kind of looks like a goofy werewolf. Because in the book, the kids actually wear the suits on Halloween night, and no one's really like batting an eye. Like, no one's really freaked out. In this one, like, it's basically an animatronic suit. It's some Five Nights at Freddy's looking shit. Really big. That also, they said, smells bad. Yeah, it's decaying. Is, is still warm. It's still warm, and there are flies buzzing in the background noise whenever they are near them. Yeah, so when they get they go to the house, the Marling's house, to get the, to the werewolf skins, because that's, it turns out, where the aunt and uncle are hiding them, and... They have this great part, and I, this sticks out in my mind because they wanted to drive home the kind of character that Hannah was. It was a good moment of, of character exploration because they're putting the the suits in garbage bags, and Hannah oh, has yeah. presence of mind because she cares about the environment to go, hey, do you have those twisty things for the garbage cans? Because I got for the garbage bags because I got to seal up this garbage bag so this the skin can't come out. That was the thing in this. That was the thing in in a TV show that someone made. They're like, "All right, kids, you get to improv one line. Make it good." Make it good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Alex happens to have one in his pocket, which was the ins- thing. which is ridiculous. Yes, and her perfectly. 
Yeah. One. So, <laughs> okay. so. Can we, we also acknowledge that he is the absolute worst yeah. at tying a garbage bag. Oh, yeah, I for sure. I could have tied that in a fraction of a second. He takes like a full minute to tie just one of them. Well, he's a city kid, Steve. He's a city kid. City kids don't, they don't <laughs> okay, know about yes. they don't know about our rural garbage bags. <laughs> my my question is, are you bitten by a werewolf and then someone just hands you the suit? <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> it's like a business transaction. Yeah. Yeah, like this this is yours now. <laughs> Welcome to the club. They're like, Arr! anyways, let me shake your hand. Here's Arr! your suit. Here's, here's your, your star- here's your starter. <laughs> kit. Book club on Tuesdays. <laughs> So when they are without their skins uh, on a full moon, then they become like they start to like they turn to zombies and rot. Yeah, they look like they look like drug addicts that don't have their drugs. They look like meth addicts. Uh, but so I'm wondering, like maybe the skins smell and like seem decayed because one time they only just managed to get the suits on in time before they turned into like dust. So they were. But they didn't. They, form, didn't right? they didn't die though, Danielle. It's just, just they're in their zombie form. They smell. They're decaying. They're gross. Oh my god, you're no fun. <laughs> so if they're wearing skins and they go pee, do they pee in the skins? Well, do they? Okay. Does does Uncle does I was able to call him Uncle Owen? Does Uncle Colin have a werewolf dick that comes does, out? Of the suit? Oh my, oh my god. What is? Okay. Do they fuck as werewolves? That's my question. Does the werewolf have a large werewolf hog? This is the key I information. I, I have the I have the werewolf banging thing written. <laughs> so Steve, Steve, why don't you take us home on what the actual what the ending of this? What the, this okay, so the ending is they steal the uh the, the werewolf skins, put them in bags, and then. What's his name? Alex? Alex. Is that his name? Yeah. Alex uh, like buries them, and then Hannah's like, I can't help you because she's useless. Yeah. She's like, this is too and real. Then, and then um, then the, what the hell are their names? The the bully like kids oh, yeah. are Shit. trying to scare him. And they, get, like, ta- they get like grabbed. And then his aunt and uncle are like drugged out because they don't have their skins. Mm-hmm. And he's like fending off his aunt and uncle with a shovel and also fending off the werewolves, which is nuts. And then the the moonlight hits them, and they just there's a fucking explosion. It is a Michael Bay level. <laughs> yes, a explosion, like a, treme- a, pl- a plume, a mushroom cloud. Yeah. and that, of an explosion. that part right there is why this is my favorite episode because it, it just has the most ridiculous random ending imaginable. <laughs> they must have spent all of their budget on that ending. I think so. They I did. Think that's why they couldn't shoot at night because they had a big old ass explosion. They they only had one scene at night and that was to show the explosion. Exactly. Because they're not color correcting the it. They spent point. too much on like TNT. That was a like Mythbusters level yeah. explosion yeah. that happened. Yeah. When, when the it was moon, impressive. When, yeah. What was it? The moon, they're waiting for the moon to hit its peak. They wait for for the moon to hit their eyes. Right, like big like, pizza like a big pies. pizza pie. Oh, no. And then it exploded. Yeah. It exploded the that why? And immediately, like immediately, aunt and uncle are straight and straight and clear. They're like oh, they love him all of a sudden. They're like, "Thank you so much." Yeah, like, you, you're so great. And they're like they look normal again cuz the werewolves were apparently sapping their skin. But also I feel bad that the werewolf skins were destroyed because apparently they appeared to have sentience. I know. They were alive. They, were, they, yeah, were alive. Around on the they had goals and desires. They were in some kind of symbiotic relationship and he hit them with a shovel, buried them and they blew up. And then so everything's hunky-dory until 
Until. Until they're until they're developing some photos in the dark room. Um, at which point they open the door to the dark room, which is what you're not supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, one just, thing you shouldn't do. <laughs> that dark room is pretty fucking bright. Pretty also, well lit. <laughs> they're developing Uncle uh, Uncle Colin and Ke- and let's say I was say Uncle Owen and Ke- Kevin. Ke- Uncle Colin and Kevin McAllister. <laughs> Uncle, yep. Uncle Colin and who had been home alone this whole time. And Alex are developing photos, all of which suck. Yeah. Um, Except oh, she. He then. Here's I, I I this is my favorite part. He's Alex puts up a photo of just the woods. Just just the woods. Nothing distinct. Yeah. And then he like is like, huh. And then he takes one magnifying glass and looks at it and he sees what appears to be some sort of like werewolf creature. In He's like, huh. Enhance. And, and then he Fine puts down, detail. And then he puts down that magnifying glass and picks up a second magnifying uh, yeah. glass. But was bigger. <laughs> which was bigger. Yeah. And then zooms in. To see that it's a photo of, and how he could guess this is her based on the quality of the photo, Hannah. That was pretty fucking wild. Yeah, Hannah in a wolf suit uh, coming out of the woods. Mm -hmm. And then the door of the dark room opens, therefore exposing all the photography. Ruining it. Ruining everything. (laughs) And then Hannah walks in, and what does she say? She says, I told you I didn't bite, which I don't remember her actually saying, but maybe she, she did, did not say that. She did not say <laughs> that. We watched it right before we yeah. did this. Uh-huh. She does not say she that. Not maybe say maybe she said, I won't bite. I won't. No, I think I think Steve would have clocked that too. I think biting yeah. is something she never even brings up. Yeah, I don't think because no. I'm pretty biting. sure she doesn't bring that up. And talk. Now, and then it, it cuts to credits, which, but in the book, in case you want to know what happens in the book, I do actually. Um, <laughs> in the book, what happens is uh, they do uh, somewhat of the same stuff. Hannah and uh, Alex wear the suits. Their aunt and uncle um, chase yeah, them that's, down. Yeah, that's the key distinction. So instead of them stealing the suits, they wear them. They just wear them. Which you think they're going to turn into werewolves, but they don't actually. Yeah. But they wear the suits. But it's kind of the same thing where they destroy them. Well, no, they don't destroy them. They um, they wait till midnight, and then the full moon hits the the aunt and uncle, and then they they cured. are cured. Yeah, they're they're no more cursed because you didn't put on the suit when the moon was up. And then the plan was, we'll take these these werewolf skins and we'll abandon them in the house, so no one will ever go. Everyone's already afraid of the house. It's actually a win win. No one will ever go by the house, and also we'll just keep them there. Uh, and then they go to the house to drop off the skins, and when they go there. Um, there's a skin there. Alex finds there's o- there's a skin already here, which doesn't make sense because his aunt and uncle, there's only two. Yeah, and him and Hannah. He goes, Hannah went there first to get the skin earlier, and then he and they brought him his skin to wear. And then when they go back to drop off skins, he's like, wait, there's a skin still here. You're wearing a skin. I'm wearing a skin. Where's this one from? And she's like, this is my skin. I got it last night. God damn it. Dun, dun, dun. And then she bites him in the chest. Yeah, she yes. punches him and what? bites him. No. And then that's the ending. That's the ending. It that doesn't... is like the worst place to bite someone. I know. It really hurts. All right. So I just, I did a quick, some quick Googling because I just realized something that I remembered. His aunt and uncle eat three um, hunters in one night. Yeah, they do murder do you know people. How many, do you know how many calories are in an average human male? Ooh. 125,822 calories. Has Googled this? 100. Calories that's that hours, seems like a lot. Not morbidly obese. Whoa. That seems like a lot of calories. That seems like a lot. Am I that many calories? You could be. There's only one way to find out. Jim. All right. Someone eat me. <laughs> but his, his, if his aunt and uncle are eating that many calories at night, there's they have to be morbidly obese. Steve, you are getting put on some like FBI list right now. So I guess... Out of 10 bumps, 
How many geeses would you give? <laughs> I would give it a whole gaggle of goslings. Oh, a gaggle. Oh. A gaggle of bumps. Gaggle. All right. Um, I don't know. Danielle, what do you think? How many, how many bumps would you give this goose? I'm going to give it a nice average. It's nice, like a five. A five out of ten? Yeah. Five bumps? Yeah. Okay. Right something that's worrisome, but you're not going to go see your doctor about? Exactly. Cool. Joe? Zero. Okay. I'm, I'm, I use condoms. Zero. You know what? You know what? Hearing that, I take it back. I give it six stars. Bumps. Bumps. bumps six bumps, star bumps. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the explosion alone is three bumps. That's I mean, fair. The big explosion and pizza waffle. That puts it up a little that bit. That puts it up. That's yeah. above average. <laughs> Emmy, how many how many bumps total, Emmy, for you? I'm gonna give it. 6.5 bumps. Oh, you got to up Danielle. So this is the crisis, <laughs> this is the crisis yeah. right now. That's all right. Emmy will take the fall. I'd give it, I'd, I'm going to give it four. This is the video game adaptation movie of something you love. This is. You guys are both <laughs> Grinches. You're just Grinches trying to steal our Goosebumps Christmas and I don't appreciate it. I guess that's it. We kind of, we killed this. Yeah. Guys, we killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was fun. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so much so, fun. Thanks for having us, Yeah, guys. so where where can people find you? Like, what's where can they listen to your podcast? What You can find us, like, pretty much anywhere. We're on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, um, Google, like, pretty much anywhere. And you can also find us on social at podcast underscore misfits. What's your, do you have a release schedule? Do you release every week, every two weeks? What's, um, Every Thursday. Gotcha. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a great song by a great band. It's a great album. Check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. And normally this would be the part where I say, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's hear that final passage. But because it was a TV show, let's just think about that cool explosion, guys. <laughs> Pretty cool explosion. I'm JoJo. I have a PhD. <laughs> Danielle, I have some clay, but also a PhD. I'm Jeff. I have neither of those things, so I'm at a loss. This has been Geese Bumps, and until next time, stay out of the place. Just like somebody I used